This time on Low Earth Orbit, we talk about our favorite Pixar and Disney shorts. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit, and this is episode 11, where we're talking about Disney Pixar shorts. I'm Justin Voss. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Steve Marmon. And uh, we're all fans of Disney Pixar shorts, but not necessarily the same ones, and so we kind of wanted to compare notes and uh, see what we all thought. And this is uh, kind of prompted by uh, some of the recent Mickey shorts that came out, especially because there was an announcement that uh, Disney Animation Studios would no longer be doing any 2D films. Um, They would be doing all CGI. But then after the announcement was made, they came out with all of these 2D Mickey shorts, which are are, uh, pretty interesting. So um, that's kind of one of the things that prompted us to do this. So anyway, we think we're going to talk about our favorite ones first and we'll start with steve steve what are your favorites um so my my probably three favorites my my favorite of all is for the birds uh which is um there's no there's no dialogue and it's all really sort of carried by the incredibly expressive faces of these little tiny birds and this big awkward bird that tries to sit on the same um uh telephone line no spoilers uh, no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) uh as them and it's just like I think it's so funny and it's so sort of concise and and it's so poetically just that these wrong little <laughs> birds get what they deserve. I, I love it so much. I, I, it's, it's, such a, it's such a simple short, maybe one of the simplest conceptually of all, almost all of the Pixar ones. So, so good. Um, my, my next favorite is uh, Bernie, which wasn't actually ahead of any of the movies. It was actually included on the DVD for it, Wally. It's B U R N dash E. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. There's no, there's no I, uh, just like Wally. Um, and so Bernie is this extremely minor, like two second character in the film who like tragically gets trapped outdoors when as Wally's returning. And so you think that that's all his story, but in fact he has this concre- complete parallel storyline that goes throughout the entire, like parallels the entire movie of Wally and ties in with the events of Wally. And so you get to see in Bernie his parallel storyline, how he fits into all of this, and all, how, how all these crazy antics of the rest of the characters sort of affect him. And it, it kind of appeals to me because one of the things I've always wondered is like, you know, what must it be like to be the person that owns like the fruit cart in the James Bond movie? And, crazy, <laughs> and this is like what Bernie's life is. These crazy things are happening all around him. And he's just trying to do his poor job, his job. And all this madness is going on. Though. And he's like soldiers on, you know, in his, in his life. And it's, it's so funny. And I, I really like it a lot. Um, and the last one is Small Fry, which is actually one of the Toy Story tunes, uh, which is about this sort of like 12 step support group for like the started, <laughs> discarded super meal or, or uh, super meal, I'm saying happy meal toys. Um, and it has a sort of like a wonderful blend of like, I love like the 12 step programs. It's like Finding Nemo did a really great one too. Um, and also it has like sort of land of misfit toy sort of aspect to it. Like there's mm-hmm. these like ridiculous toys like the. I mean, there's one that's like like the Declaration of Independence mobile. Or <laughs> How could you not like me? I'm justice on wheels. Um, so it's just, I don't know. Those, those are my three favorites. Nice. Scott? Uh, God, it's so hard to choose. So I, I, I don't think, I really just don't think I would be able to choose my top three. I think I can choose three that I like a lot. Uh, the one that, you know, when somebody asks me, the one that always jumps to my mind actually isn't a Pixar short. It's Paper Man. And it opened in front of uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And, I, you know, as, as these things often do, sometimes when something really catches me off guard, uh, it, it tends to stick with me more. And it tends to have sort of a, a, a bigger impact on me. And Paper Man was, it's interesting. So it's, it's, it's technically 3D, but it's hand-painted over the 3D which I don't think is something that any of the other shorts that we're talking about share. Yeah. I'm not sure it's exactly, it's not hand-painted every frame. No, 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 no. They, We they, can talk they about hand, that yeah, later. Yeah, they hand-paint yeah, the different, textures. Yeah, yeah there's an interesting there's a, mixture there. 
but it is it, it you know for a kid who's watching it for example you know they they would maybe say it's 2d because it right. doesn't look 3d it definitely looks 2d yeah so it, it's just there's so many elements i love about this one it, it's it seems like it's sort of 1920s ish new york 1930s something I'd say around. closer to 30s or 40s okay all right yeah, yeah. so yeah. so you know quite a bit back in new york and it's black and white uh and the it's a little bit different than any of the Pixar ones that I can think of right now, at least in that it's like basically a human love story. You know, the other ones are the Pixar ones tend to be more fantastical. And I think actually I want to talk a little bit about how the generalities don't have dialogue, which I think is a separate topic, but th- there was something about it to me that was just so unexpected and so beautiful. And it's so, I guess the one I can most easily relate to, you know, the, again, because the Pixar ones are a little bit more of a top. So that is usually the one I sort of have in my pocket as that's one of my favorites. Um, the, of the Toy Story ones, the three shorts that were never a theatrical release, but just sort of released as these Toy Story tunes. I have multiple times, and Justin and I have talked about this before, at least six times I've gone back and watched, uh, Party Source Rex, which was totally under my radar for forever. And I forget, oh, uh, Steve was telling me to go watch Hawaiian Vacation. And I saw it as alongside the list of the other three. I love the short and I cannot... I really can't even figure out why it is I love it so much. I think it's just because, it, just really briefly, it, it's the Toy Story short where Rex gets pulled into the bathtub with the bath toys. And I think it, part of the thing I like about it is that it's sort of this parallel universe that's like, yeah, all these toys are in the same house, but they're, they're, they don't mingle with these bath toys because they're in a separate part of the house. But there's something about it where it's just like, it just keeps amping up and amping up. And it's like, it's a perfect storm, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> and, uh, and, the the whole what's up fish it or what up fishes <laughs> yes every time i see that i lose it um so uh, that that's hilarious so those two are the, the ones i think about the most it's so hard to come up with like kind of the third one i think the thing i'm tempted to say is lifted because it's uh it's kind of different than the other ones but it's still totally hilarious and sort of plays on some some of the tropes of like sci-fi genre like a little bit like uh, et or third uh, close encounters of the third kind that mm-hmm. kind of stuff but adds this wholly hilarious layer of like the, the driver's test for the, you know, the UFO operator, where it is. Um, and that's, again, one of those I can go back and laugh at every single time. Um, so, yeah. And, and I mean, I kind of I'm tempted to say we should talk about the Mickey ones separately a little bit, because I, I really liked uh, the croissant one, mm-hmm. which is I think was the first one. But it, yeah. it, it doesn't hit that sort of top top five for me. Um, yeah. So what about what about you man i i'd have a really hard time picking like just three and especially because there's like so many different criteria right because there's this huge gamut that they run because there's yeah. like the really sort of slapstick funny ones and there's like the more you know um just sort of beautiful ones that and yeah, it'd be really tough but i i guess sort of like my criteria in terms of the ones that i can go back and watch over and over tend to be the ones that are more like the slapstick funny yeah. comedy ones i think presto is probably my number one favorite and <laughs> can, I, can i still swap that in for lifted i, <laughs> I actually think uh, yeah god sorry oh, yeah. I, no you're fine lifted was a good choice i, I this <laughs> almost made it into my top three yeah yeah lifted lifted is really great there's yeah there's no, nothing wrong with <laughs> by the way it uses the mac os 10 uh, alert sound yes it does yeah it's a hero or class yeah, yeah, yeah the bump yeah, sound that's yeah. awesome um yeah love presto i love that it's basically like a cgi version of looney tunes the way it just sort of like it just ups the ante with like every little yeah. gag it just gets better and better and better um so i love presto i love party rex for all the, for all the same reasons <laughs> you actually you say what up fish is <laughs> I, have, I have said that in public not ironically. i'm still looking for an opportunity to drop it <laughs> uh but yeah that one's great you know it's, I, I like that it has 
you know, lots of kids' cartoons do this, but you don't notice it when you're a kid. There's lots of, like, grown-up humor yeah. in yeah, cartoons, yeah, yeah. you know, because the adults get dragged yeah. along. How's the scrubbing going? And they're like, <laughs> scrubbing slow, sir. Yeah. The, the octopus that's stuck in the soap. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just having, like, there's just all of that. I mean, the bathtub is basically like a nightclub, right? Like, on some <laughs> level. And, you know, that would be totally lost on, like, a, a fourth grader. But, like, yeah. you know, but, like, for us, it's really funny. Um Man, I'm struggling to think of a third. So, what uh, did you think of Paperman? Out of curiosity, I, I really liked Paperman, um, but I haven't seen it. I guess probably since Wreck It Ralph, maybe like once, maybe once since I saw it in theaters. I really like it, and I like you know the technique, and I think there's a lot of really interesting technical details, and it's it's really good. That I guess that could probably be my number three. It's just really hard to choose from all of them because they're just all pretty great in their own. Well, I think the thing that's interesting about Paperman, unless I'm missing something, I think it's the first Disney feature short. You know, so this phenomenon has been Pixar. Right. No other, you know, Disney obviously bought Pixar, but Pixar is the only one that has consistently had shorts in front of every single movie. And Disney kind of latched onto that. Uh, you know, once they're well, sort of subsumed, well, wasn't it well, Pixar bought, bought Disney or yeah, yeah, depending yeah. on how you look at it, told right. Disney to start putting shorts inside of their, right. front of their films. Right. But it was, I mean, this paid I, off. I feel like yeah. that's actually, well, I feel like in the past, actually, that was not entirely uncommon for there to be cartoons before features in the recent era. I mean, way back. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think though. maybe a Disney golden age kind of time, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of like who framed Roger Rabbit where there's the whole cartoon sequence, like at the beginning of the movie. I don't remember that. Yeah. I haven't seen it in so long. I don't know. I remember being kind of terrified of it as a kid. Cause there's a lot of like really weird, like huge needles, like in this hospital and like the doctor that has like the chainsaw and stuff, like lots of really oh, crazy. Was that actually the... separate from the main movie? I actually don't think it was. I think it's actually like the opening scene. Cause, oh. cause the gag is that, you know, the cartoon characters are all actors in Hollywood. Right. So I think that like, at the end of that little scene, they're like, cut! And then, like, all the mm, set gets pulled away. Yeah, they, that's right. That, I totally forgot about they that. They all break character, you know. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm actually curious. So, the Mickey ones are different because they're... Well, could we go back to, yeah, to sure. Superman just for a moment? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of curious. So, you guys both loved it. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost certainly one of my least favorite of the entire... Of any of these. And and I'm the thing that really stuck, uh, that really bothered me, I'm curious what yours is sort of reaction to it was, or, you know... Was like I, I liked it at the beginning when like he's like, throwing these paper airplanes mm-hmm. and they're just paper airplanes mm-hmm. and at a certain point they become alive mm-hmm. and yeah. I, it happens like I'm, like well, halfway through or more than halfway through mm-hmm. and I felt like I was all on board and then the rules of the world changed mm-hmm. and I didn't and and I felt like you know I was, this is a common complaint I have about lots of things where you know like the rules of the of the of the, of the setting are not set out ahead of time you know and so I feel sort of cheated that oh wait you didn't say that like inanimate objects were alive in this world and now suddenly they are. And it felt, it's one of these, like, you know, doisex machina kind of things. You're like, oh, you know, like, you know. And I don't I don't understand why we needed the paper airplanes to come alive to go and, like, to help him get to the girl. Right. You know? And, in fact, I, it was so distracting to me that, it, like, I started liking it a lot and I instantly, like, hated it. And it was, like, really aggravated at it. Like, why did we need this? And it's, like, it doesn't make any sense. How are these paper airplanes alive? Nothing else is alive in this world. Why are they alive? And were they alive always or just now? Like, I became so distracted by this, these, this turn of events that I, it just ruined the entire thing for me. And I'm just like, like, did I miss something? Was there some reason for them to come alive? Was it necessary or did it make sense? Or I think I had a much milder version of this feeling when that happened, like when I saw it the first time, because yeah, it sort of just kind of happens like all of a sudden. And it feels almost like very Fantasia-ish the way they sort of like dance around or whatever. And when I, yeah, when I very first saw that, I kind of had that sort of like, uh, really, is this what this is going to be moment? But then I, I feel like it got great again. Like, the you know, there's just that one moment where I'm like, oh, is this what this is going to be? But then it actually turned out to still be really good and I really enjoyed it. And I didn't, you know, it didn't bother me that 
you know, we had suddenly changed the tone in that way, or we changed the rules in that way. Cause I think it still worked out really well. And like, I don't know, I think also because there's not like this huge push to like explain all the details. I'm willing to sort of like let some of that stuff slide, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah. I think basically, you know, my, my opinion is basically see Justin's opinion on that. I think for the most part, I had the same feeling. The one thing I would think maybe, maybe the reason you reacted, Steve reacted this way is that initially it seems like it's very, like the movie tone is very grounded. Like it, it's a very, yeah, it feels yeah. very whimsical and like it's a chance encounter and oh, and it's just very like, but still, know. but still realistic. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then it's, and then it, it suddenly, and then suddenly it's not magical or, or yeah. something. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I encountered that, but I think it was, I, I didn't, I was so in love with everything else that I just, I kind of made a conscious choice to accept that and to just enjoy the rest. And I, I for sure am happier looking at it that way because I love the parts that I love I don't actually have a problem with the concept of the paper airplanes coming alive. It was just sort of like, it was very sudden. Like if they had kind of mm-hmm. eased into it a little bit more, I think it would have gone better. Yeah. But, it, yeah. I mean, if there'd been little hints, like when he was throwing yeah, across exactly. the way, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this one, like deliberately it just veered away. Like, Oh right. wait, they're alive or something, you know? Right, but yeah. yeah, I think there was, there's some, they, they could have sort of mitigated that a little bit. Yeah. But again, I, I would have loved to see a version of that where they didn't, didn't come alive. But right. it, that's where, a creative where, where some, decision, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I was I was so, like, sold on the concept early on that mm-hmm. I wanted to see that concept you know, sort of brought to fruition mm-hmm. and not sort of just, like, you know, take 90-degree turn and turn this other concept that, uh, you know, I didn't have any particular affinity for and felt like it kind of ruined the beginning for me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah. It's a Valkyrie's Yeah, I can, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Yeah. The, I think this is probably true of a lot of the shorts, but with Paper Man, I think the thing that they really did well was the facial expressions, mm-hmm. which you have to do when you have no dialogue again. No, I think overall, and, and, and to, you know, if you want to talk about lack of dialogue, I think they, they almost all the shorts do such an amazing job yeah. with this. With, you know, with facial and expressions. save tens of money on localization. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Incredibly. <laughs> I, wonder, I kind of wonder if that was one of the original, you know, way, way, way back. I wonder if that was one of the ideas, but... Or maybe oh. just it was too hard to do the lip syncing. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, like, what did you? So you you didn't see um, Blue Umbrella, Scott? But it's you, the only you, one you I've seen, seen it, mm-hmm. Justin. Right? Yeah. What, what did you think of that sort of that aspect of Blue Umbrella? So this is the one that opens in front of Monsters Inc. That's yes. out now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. well, what aspect? The fact there was no dialogue. Or yeah. The, the, no, well, I mean, or and the, the sort of the facial expressions, like oh. on the umbrellas. Like this oh. is one of my main sort of points of of contention for that. Mm. I just think we're okay. I don't remember being especially wowed or especially disappointed. I mean, I got, I feel like I knew what was going on. You know, I was never confused, but I was never like really blown away either. I, I'm actually not a huge fan of the entire short. I mean, I think it's really technically impressive. Like, As we know from the sound effect uh-huh. from several episodes back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was okay. I mean, it, it was a technical achievement that they were able to get such a realistic rendering, you know, which is not usually Pixar's style. Um, but I thought the story was, you know, kind of forgettable, and I thought the characters were okay, but not great, and it's just very sort of meh for me. Yeah, for, for me, hence I had sort of a similar reaction to this as I did to Paper Man, where the world was just so beautiful and interesting, and and the the other characters, like you know, I mean, the characters in this movie are like you know, drain pipes, and <laughs> um, they do a really good job, sort of like finding faces in them and stuff. And then the umbrellas, they just put these very cartoony looking, like you know, eyes and mm. lips on the on the umbrellas themselves, which were not realistic. Yeah, and I found that really distracting. And again, it really bothered me and and took away from the overall experience. I was like, 
why, you know, you did such a good job everywhere else. Why did you sort of just, you know, stick these cartoon faces on the umbrellas of all things, you know? And I, I don't know, that really sort of, again, kind of ruined it for me a little bit. Um, and and they, I think they, they weren't super expressive because they were so, such, so cartoony and, and pedestrian, these faces on the, on the umbrellas. So, so the other one that, um, sorry, were you done with that? Yeah. Okay. You know, the, the other one that is way different than all the other ones is Dan Knight. Which I I feel like Steve has told me before that you you didn't like that much. I, I dislike it more than Paper Man. It, it is far and away my most despised the, the Pixar sport. Sure, <laughs> I hate it. So, so let me just say what. So I'm, I'm curious about what the specifics are with that. But so Justin and I actually just rewatched it before we started recording, just because it's been long enough since we had seen it. And I I had a kind of a hazy memory of how I felt about it, having just rewatched it. I actually liked it a lot, and specifically. It was, I mean, there's there some pretty funny gags in there, which, you know, I, I liked. Um, there's sort of like some jokes about, just for clarity, by the way, it's the 2D one. And I, what did it open in front of? I don't remember. Uh, it's okay. Uh, well, Toy Story 3, I think? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so it, it's it's like a 2D silhouette masking. It's sort of like, you know, bitmap masking the movie in a way. Um, but it, it, so the thing I really liked about it was that it was willing to do something off script to do something way different than any of the other Pixar shorts, both in terms of story and in terms of visual treatment. And like, you know, even, even accepting the fact that maybe it wasn't as widely, uh, light. I thought it got a universal critical. Did it really? It oh, out. I didn't realize I that. Like everyone was talking about how amazing it was on oh, Twitter okay. when it came out. Okay. I, I, yeah, I loved it. So what, what was your, I don't know, Justin, if you want to jump in or, uh, yeah, you know, I actually hadn't seen it at all. I think until, cause I didn't see, Twi- no, I, no, I haven't seen it cause I didn't see Toy Story 3 in theaters. Um, oh, okay. so I hadn't seen it. Um, and I had heard Steve's, you know, opinion, <laughs> which I was, so I went in with very low expectations, but was kind of pleasantly surprised. You know, I thought the gimmick was kind of interesting. The idea that the characters themselves are just windows into this 3d world behind them and that, that they were the same world, just at different times. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And they had, you know, some funny gags that they could do with that setup more, more than I would have expected given sort of the very strange premise. Um, it was okay. I think it was, you know, it was entertaining. I don't regret watching it, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't put it in my favorites. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, my, my opinion. <laughs> so, 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 just for the record, I wouldn't say it's in my favorites. I just liked it a lot. Yeah, so. yeah, I liked it. But, yeah. so, but Steve, what, I, I actively <laughs> brace yourselves. Disliked it. <laughs> I mean, so I what felt, specifically? Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to know. Well, so I mean, for one thing, it feels horror, like extremely gimmicky to me. Mm. Like, like you know, like they were so in love with the concept of this really clever idea they came up with that they just stretched it out and didn't have enough of like real story to tell with it mm. i mean there's sort of this thin premise of a story about i don't know day learning to like understand the concept of night and becoming friends or something i don't know mm. perhaps there's some deeper story that uh yeah for the record uh, after you're done I, I think there is something else that's hinting at it. yeah so i mean there's, 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 probably, there's something more there but uh, you know like i, I didn't wasn't love with the, the gimmick but one of the things that bothers and i also think it's it's not terribly funny either i didn't think it was terribly yeah, funny i was laughing uh, i don't know I, I didn't i didn't but the thing that, that really like ruins it for me is like I think the, those blob creatures are so hideous. Like, I hate that style of animation. <laughs> and they're just so ugly and revolting and weird. And I, they just, like, it just so dis- that's so distracting that, like, maybe whatever humor there is happening through them, I'm just, like, uh, rep- I, I just can't get past the cre- blob creatures. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, you're talking just, about the main... You're not talking about any of the background stuff. No, no, like, the, the main okay. characters, with the windows, which you see everything. Like, yeah. I just... That particular sort of style of animation, that, like, Elmer Fuddy yeah. kind of... It's weird. very, like... Uh, what, what, I guess... I don't know. It was, like, Looney Tunes style. I don't know Everything's what it is. Squatch... Or, uh, not Squatch and Stretch. Yeah. 
squash, squash and stretch. That's the word I meant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, there's some sort of deep down visceral dislike I have of that style. And so, like, whatever redeeming qualities there were, like, were just, you know, between that and the, like, the overall just gimmickiness of the whole thing, I just, I couldn't get anything out of it. I was, I just was waiting for it to be over in the theaters. <laughs> so I think, uh, so the only thing I would say about that, and I, I think it's all, I could see how, how you could see it that way for sure. Um, I think the, the story, the idea that they're trying to convey is not the day and night thing specifically. It's, it's the idea of if you encounter someone or some concept or something that's so incredibly different from you that it feels like I couldn't possibly like that thing or person because they are the opposite of me. You know, it, maybe it's sort of too preachy, but the idea is that, well, maybe you are just sort of having that experience initially and you're not giving it a chance to figure out, well, maybe there's something I really like about that thing. That's the opposite of me. That, that I think that was the intention. No, I, I, think, I think you're actually probably right. I yeah, think I, yeah. I did disservice trying to explain the, the, you know, the, the sort of overall the story, but I, for me, it wasn't enough. To make yeah. it for the other things that I, I mean, I don't have a great, I mean, it's sort of this visceral kind of disgust I have for that, like, the blob I don't people. know, the, the blob, blob people. people, just so, <laughs> I don't know, they're so, like, just, uh, I, I kind of find the blob people kind of charming in, like, a weird retro sort yeah, of way. I, know. I, I got that read on it. Yeah. yeah. I, I have right. to say, so, so, Presto, I, I, I think after you had mentioned it, I didn't want to say too much because you were in the, the midst of talking about your top three, but Presto is the, the only one I really remember laughing out loud like i saw mm. it in in uh you know in a theater where it, it was not a public theater so i saw it with like people that were seeing a lot of this stuff for the first time mm. and everybody in the audience was laughing really loud like everybody was laughing as if they were four years old and it was and it just uh, the same as like party source rex i think yeah. i kind of get the same feeling where it just amps it up amps it up it's like now he's playing the fiddle and now he's electrocuted and now he's like you know <laughs> And, and uh, having, I think they were kind of going for the old school Looney Tunes thing, uh, you know, f- in terms of the jokes, not, not the visuals, obviously, because yeah. they're, they're modern, you know, day and night was more of that sort of visual style. Um, but yeah, Presto is, it was, even now it's kind of like that party source Rex thing where I can go back and watch it again. Mm-hmm. I will laugh as hard the second, you know, eighth, twelfth time around or whatever, as I did the first time. So yeah. So we've kind of spent a lot of time talking about the Disney and Pixar ones, but not actually a whole lot of time talking about the Mickey ones. So yeah. um, we haven't, I know I at least haven't seen all of the Mickey ones, yeah. but I think we've all seen some of them. So I'd be curious to get you guys' impressions. Like Steve, what do you think about some of the Mickey ones? How many, how many have you seen? Uh, I've seen like a three or four. And yeah. these are all, these are strictly 2D and only on the internet. Like they're not, in front right. Of they didn't movies. come in front of any movies. Yeah. They're just on like Disney.com. I think is where a lot of them first YouTube as well. And now they're on YouTube. Them. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're on the official Disney YouTube account. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, they're much different art style. They're, like, you know, more of a throwback to, like, you know, regular 2D animation. And oh, no, dialogue um, as well, unlike the other shorts. Well, there's some there's, there's, there's a little dialogue in some of them. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, Steve, what do you think about some of these? I, I love the, the visual style. Uh, it was beautiful. I particularly like um, the new one set in Central Park. It's just it's so gorgeous. I was like looking at the, the background. I, mean, I don't like the story of the. I forgot the one and that's um, New York Weenie. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the story of New York Weenie that much. But I was like looking <laughs> at the background. Sense, by the, way. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the emotional resonance of New York Weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Was, <laughs> um, but also, like, I mean, the you know the Tokyo one. I mean, they're all just so beautiful. Like, you know, the Yodelberg as well. Like all the ones that I've seen, just I love that that sort of that 
vintage visual style. It's, it's so, so perfectly captured. Um, and the stories, you know, there's some of them, like, but like the Yodelberg one, definitely the best. I think that's really like, the funniest. I, I love the, you know, the vulnerable snowman has to be quiet because unless <laughs> you prevent, you know, unless you cause an avalanche, it's just such a, you know, fantastic you know, And it's, game. Fun, it's funny every time. Yeah, no, it is. Yes. It's, it, I don't know how that works, but it is, it is so funny. Um, so, you know, I, I like those sort of, you know, I like them. On the whole, there hasn't been one particular one that sort of won me over as much as some of the best of the Pixar ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed them more than I thought I would, particularly since I don't have much of an affinity for the original Mickey Mouse short you know, yeah. stories. As a kid, like as a kid, I didn't really like Mickey Mouse. Mm. Um, I just I think I'm kind of in the same. Category. I mean, yeah. I mean, I watched them. Some of them are funny, but I know I don't like. You know, like I have a particular you know desire to watch them ever again. You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I was ex- kind of surprised at how much I enjoyed the these new shorts. Uh, I think as a kid, actually, I, I didn't watch a lot of Mickey either, but I remember watching a lot of Goofy and Donald Duck shorts. Yeah. Lots of those. The on Goofy VHS. ones are amazing. <laughs> yeah, the Goofy ones are the, the weight, not the current. There's nothing out like this right now, but the Goofy ones that I remember that were awesome were the ones where he's like learning how to be like a salesman yes. or like learning how to ski and <laughs> the skiing <laughs> one is really yeah, good. That's a, that's yeah, a classic. There's like a whole like a, like winter sports or like Olympics. God, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, the best part, of the, I love that concept because it's like, it's pitching it as if it is a actual instructional video, <laughs> but with the worst person you could ever possibly yes. have as the instructional. I totally forgot that. that is yeah. I, I hope they get there because they're, they're kind of seeding Goofy in those right now. Yeah, he was so, in the New York Weenie one. Yeah, and it's got to be the same. If the voice actor is different, he's really doing a good job. I don't know. I, I got to think that Disney's got like a stable of people that can just really imitate the old school yeah, actors, yeah. you know, it kind of yeah. banks everything on it. Um, so yeah, the Mickey ones for me, um, they kind of caught me off guard. I mean, I was, there wasn't really any run up about, I'm I'm trying to remember when they actually started first coming out. It was about a year and a half ago, something like that. Really? That long ago? Maybe, maybe not that long, but, uh, the first one that came out, I'm pretty sure was the croissant one. Yes, it is. And it it was just, you know, I I guess everybody, or at least I had kind of low expectations about it because it's like, oh, it's just this little short thing they released and it's Mickey Mouse and there hasn't really been anything for us I think our generation to have built up any kind of loyalty or anything to Mickey Mouse other than it's Mickey Mouse. So it's just sort of assumed it's like air, right? Mickey Mouse <laughs> is just always there. And Disney likes it that way. Yeah. So, so it's sort of like, okay, you know, that's, that's seems worthwhile. And I, I remember watching the first 15 seconds of it or so. I'm like, okay, so this is just sort of a little thing they're doing. And, but it's surprisingly well-written and like well-acted and like, there's a lot of minute to minute gags, which is not necessarily the case of the Pixar ones. You know, they're more about the emotional journey a lot of times. Um, but the, the, the Mickey ones are consistently really hilarious. Like there's, there's usually like 10 to 15, like laugh out loud potential moments Mm. within three and a half minutes, which is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, the croissant one, I think the Tokyo one might be my favorite of the Mm. ones I've seen. The croissant one is really funny. I watched it again last night. Um, and, but you know, the one other thing I want to talk about in a sec, once you talk about the Mickey stuff Mm. is, uh, these have been getting longer over time. So if you look at the original mm. Pixar ones, part of this might have been rendering time, but <laughs> but some of the early Pixar ones were about three minutes, three and a half minutes long. And now they're like, Paper Man was like six minutes. And some of the more recent Pixar ones are like five and a half, six mm. minutes. So I want to talk about that. But Justin, what do you think about the Mickey ones? I think they're great. I think it's cool to see like this style, you know, to see Mickey done this way. Um, so I'll just say I like all of them, mm-hmm. uh, and I think the yodeling one is my favorite. Uh, I love the croissant one when it came out. I can't do the, I can't do the right pronunciation, uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm not going to attempt. My American it's like a W croissant. I know I can't do it. I'm going to bother. <laughs> I'm going to offend somebody. But uh, but yeah, no, I think they're all great. I think the yodeling one's probably my favorite of the ones that I've seen. I've seen 
the croissant, the yodeling, New York weenie, and there's a fourth Tokyo? one. Tokyo? Tokyo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the yodeling one's the best. But one of the things that kind of, like, always throws me a little bit when I watch these is, like, almost the Ren and Stimpy-ization there is that, of yeah. Mickey, which is really weird to see You're talking about the me. animation itself. Yeah, like, the animation itself. Well, the animation itself, and also just sometimes, like, this, like, scenarios or, like, the way that they choose to represent some of the characters. I mean, like, Goofy's in drag in, like, the New York uh, movie yeah, one, that's right? True, like, that's true, yeah. And they give him, like, this really weird, like, sketchy look. And just kind of like, oh. This Things is... that you would think would violate the Disney rules. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, isn't there, isn't there just, like, some, like, you know, art Bible in Disney that's like, you must never put Goofy in drag. Like, that's probably, <laughs> like, you know, one of the chapters in there. I mean, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they've done it, but, you know, that kind of, those kind of gags before. But this is, it was just interesting. And it's like, the way they choose to draw some of the things yeah. reminds me a lot of, like, that it, sort of, yeah, like, the, weird the like, underground. Yeah. animation sort of yeah. style and i don't know i remember ren and stimpy did this a lot but i don't know if they i think they did this in the new york weenie one where like if there's something gross they'll do like this super close-up yeah. on whatever the yeah, gross yeah. thing you'll see like, like hairs sticking out it's like all this loving detail put into rendering like whatever this gross thing is so i for maybe it's not in there but i seem to remember in the in the new york one like you see the hot dog after it's gone through this entire process and it looks horrible and they do this really super close yeah, zoom yeah. up so you can totally see just how horrible this hot it's dog is and, like, completely from ren and stimpy and, and uh, spongebob also does oh yeah spongebob does that too yeah yeah but uh, anyway, I really, I really like these shorts. I just it's one of those things that I didn't because the croissant one doesn't really do that. But then the ones after that right. all kind of do. Yeah. And so um, I like it. I think it's funny, and I think yeah. they do a really good job. But it is just sort of like one of those things that always kind of every time I watch it, it always kind of catches me a little off guard. Yeah. I'm like, oh it yeah, out of the... this doesn't seem like you know my parents Mickey Mouse. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's what they're going for. It probably is what they're going for. But yeah. But anyway, so I, anyway, but I still think they're great, and I still think they're funny. Eat, because of that, I think it's cool. But it's just one of those things that I'm always kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, that's not really how I'm used to seeing Mickey. The, the one real quick thing I want to mention about the Tokyo one is uh, at least all the other ones I've seen, which is not all of them by any stretch. There's a lot of them, for the record. They're yeah, going there's... for quantity. <laughs> you know, there's one Pixar one every year, and there's like 20 or something of the Mickey ones. Yeah, there's, yeah. But the Tokyo one was interesting because all the, all the other ones I've seen of the Mickey, you know, group, they could have run just fine, you know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. And all the everything would have been relevant. The Tokyo one has like modern stuff that wouldn't make sense back then. Which so it's it's sort of weird juxtaposition of like the old style techniques in a little way in in a, in a sense, but sort of like modern technology that you would expect to find in Tokyo. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you guys think about the the increasing length? Because it, it it was almost like, you know, if you go back and look at some of the earliest Pixar ones, it's sort of a feeling of well we don't necessarily need a complete story arc here. Um, and the, the sort of emotional depth of a story arc, but it seems like over time they've, you know, Pixar and Disney some degree kind of realized, Oh, this is also kind of like a little movie more than it was just sort of uh, a few gags or whatever like that. So, I mean, I mean, Steve or Justin, what do you, are they actually getting longer? I mean, the Pixar they, ones are definitely getting longer, but the Mickey ones are not terribly long. No, I the Mickey the ones Mickey are only ones. like three and a half, four uh, minutes. Yeah. In this yeah. case, I just mean strictly like yeah, the, the, the early Dis- uh, Pixar ones were like three, three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. The more recent ones are like five, and Paper Man is like six. Yeah, so. I'm honestly not sure that I've noticed. Yeah, it, it, yeah, no, yeah for sure. I don't think I really, uh, I don't think I really noticed it too much either. Actually, I mean, some of the older ones, some of the older ones, I feel like aren't aren't as funny. Uh, you know, or at least you know, I, rewatching them now, I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't think they were as funny as I watched as when I watched them before. Right, and so they feel like they drug on longer. Yeah, 
You know, like I, you know, and so like I watched Jerry's game, which is, it's, uh, there, there's some funny moments in it, but like I felt like it was really long. And I mean, maybe it is really long. I don't know. I didn't look at the time for it, but maybe it's just that, you know, the, you know, the gigs come so much faster with Presto or something in mean, modern ones that like, they, so it feels like you're, you're, it's over before you hardly began. Um, cause, you know, it's, it's funnier and I'm enjoying it more. Uh, by the way, you know. how did you guys feel about La Luna? Cause it, that hasn't actually come up in this discussion. That was in front mm-hmm. of, uh, Brave? Yes. In yeah. front of Brave. I liked Luna and Laura really liked La Luna. Um, and I thought it was, I thought it was cool. I thought it was really like, I don't know. I liked the art style, mm-hmm. you know, and thought that it like looked really gorgeous. Um, and the story was okay. I mean, there's not a whole lot there. I thought it was kind of a, a fun gimmick, but not anything to write home about, I guess. But no, I, I liked Luna. I, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm pretty much, I liked a lot. It came out around the same time as Paper Man, it, which it, as I mentioned before, it was, you know, one of my favorites. So I, if it had not been for I'd just seeing Paper Man, I think I would have liked it a lot more, but yeah, I, I, the visual style I loved. Uh, yeah, it was really, for sure. It was really, really beautiful and, and different. Um, sort of like, you know, a storybook-like sort of, you know, look to it. Um, and this, I like the story. It was cute. I, I can't, wouldn't rank it on my favorite, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Cool. Okay. Have we completely exhausted this topic? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we have. So I guess it's our show. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, if you want to send us some feedback, we would love to hear from you, good or bad. Um you can email us at feedback at lowearthorbit.fm. You can visit our website at lowearthorbit.fm. Uh, and there you'll find links to our Twitter account, which is Low Earth Show. And you'll also find a link to us on iTunes, where we would love for you to leave us a rating and a written review. Thanks for listening. It's the... Uh Scotch ale. Oh yeah. Do you yeah. like this like this one? What's that? Do you like this, both of you? I like that. I didn't. I didn't love it. It's, 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 to me, it smells. I feel like, like, I feel a like steak. it felt like it was like a. Yeah. What's the scotch? I feel like it was uh, <laughs> fib is a little bit more more oomph. Mm. You know, Flavor it would be even better. Yeah. It was like it was like, it was like a tease. It's like it's good, but I want, I want more. The Devil's Canyon stuff they have at uh, the counter is really good. It's the same style. It's a scotch. Oh, really? Ale. Yeah, but it's like. It's really good. I like that a lot. But it does have more flavor. And it seems kind of flat, too. I don't know if it's supposed to be that flat. If I just, like, put it in the fridge for too long or what. But there was not much head on that. Yeah. Anyway, Accidental Beer Podcast. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a great name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess we should do the little intro. The, yes, okay. uh, this time on. Right. Previously on. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> keep, I, know I always want to. I'm trying to figure out how to just drop it. it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, so basically so this we're talking about... This uh, time on Lower Earth Orbit, we... Whatever. Yeah, we uh, talk about our favorite uh, Pixar and Disney shorts. This time on Low Earth Orbit, we talk about our favorite Disney and Pixar shorts. I actually kind of want to say Pixar first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll try it again. Okay. I think that's it. Cool. Uh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> right now. Oh, man.